Hello and welcome to This Happened Last Week with Irish comedian Rory O'Hanlon. Um, the name of the show was This Happened Last Week, but it should really be called This Happened in the Last Five Months. I've been um, I've been out of action, but I'm back. Friday the 13th. I figured if I was going to come back, I wanted to come back on a day that, you know, people remember. and It won't get any more. Um, scarier than Friday the 13th. So 2023, Friday the 13th. Hello, how is everybody? How's your new year? We're almost two weeks into it. Have you come back to your old ways? Have you, start <laughs> Have you started wanking and work again? That's always a problem. But uh, things are grand. I think that's the nicest way to explain any situation. Things are grand. Does anybody like talking to someone who who's like, things are great, I'm fucking flying. I've noticed though with the New Year's, or sorry, the New Year now, I just think people are, it's not as big a deal really, is it? especially with, um, there's so much motivational talk online that you know, you can be a brand new you every day. I don't know what I Googled or what I've done, but um, my TikTok, I'm on TikTok, Rory O'Hanlon comedy on my Instagram. It's either right wing media or self improvement. So I don't know what what that tells you about me. I'm obsessed with the um, with the right wing media. I find them. I've never seen so many people confident in absolute nonsense. But um, I've never seen a right wing person ever admit that they're wrong about anything. I don't think anyone admits they're wrong about anything now, really, especially when it comes to like politicians and stuff like that, um, especially in the UK where they're always fucking up. Every two minutes they're fucking up, but they'll always go, they'll never admit it, you know. It's like when they were all caught having parties and stuff, they were, well, I wasn't at a party, I was in a room with people who were at a party. <laughs> I was surrounded by people at a party that I didn't know there was a party at so you know i'd call it more of a gathering in the presence of people at a party but um the last few months have been fantastic really haven't they the world cup was on in qatar uh an array of emotions were attached an array of emotions i don't know if that's the correct word but argentina won the world cup i was glad argentina won it because um who did they beat in the final? France. I just wanted to see Argentina win it. I like Messi. I think everybody likes Messi. I think the main reason everybody likes Messi is because he doesn't speak. You can't only you can't really dislike someone. Like you can't what like if someone was to say to you, what don't you like about Messi? Oh he's got brown hair, doesn't he? Like there's no he, he doesn't speak. I don't know. I don't think he speaks English anyway. Um not like his kind of fucking is what I don't know if it's his me nemesis. I don't think um, I don't think uh, Ronaldo. I don't think Messi thinks as much about Ronaldo as Ronaldo thinks about Messi. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? Ronaldo is a funny character, isn't he? Like you hear people going, "He's a nice bloke," but you don't really know, do you? Excuse me, he's very self-centered. Is what it's the vibe that you get off him, but you know. But I think if if one thing that's great. If you get to a level of like um, fame, or if you get like to the top in a specific field, 
you can your behavior can be erratic no one really gives a shit like you can do anything really and people go yeah but you know that's what you need to get to the top you know we got to the top nice guys don't get to the top oh yeah yeah but like he, he got to the top he's like so basically if you get to the top you're a prick unless you're messy because he doesn't really speak but um yeah i, I watched most of the games it was it was good it was exciting wasn't it um England obviously went out quite um quite sort of uneventful. They got beaten by France. Uh, Harry Kane missed a penalty, and uh, but there wasn't that. There was no. Um, it was an unusual World Cup, being the fact that it was in Qatar. Are you go what? Oh, excuse me. Fuck it out. Imagine seeing someone yawning on the news. But yeah, it was good. It was exciting, wasn't it? I liked it. I thought the um. The Moroccan team were exciting. Brazil were pretty shit. Uh, I was glad when Brazil went out. I got I, I I was a big fan of Brazil. Always was a big fan of Brazil. Since I was a young man, I always thought because they used to always be very exciting. You know, they had great players. Ronaldo, the original Ronaldo. Um, he must be. Yeah, you know, I don't feel sorry for him, but it is a bit weird, isn't it? Like, like you're fucking the best player of your generation. Like you've won World Cups, you've won. You were the most expensive footballer in the world. You were the best, most iconic footballer in the world, and now you're just known as Fat Ronaldo. <laughs> That's the world we live in, you know. Fat Ronaldo. People who getting fat's a weird thing, isn't it? It's it's almost the most shameful thing that you can happen to an individual, to anyone really, isn't it? Like, like do you know when you go on holidays? And you come back from holidays and you go, oh, put on a bit of weight. And you're mortified, aren't you? Like, oh my God, I can't believe I've put on weight. Look at me in that picture. As if like anyone gives a shit about you. No one cares what you look like or what I look like. We're not, you know, we're just normal people. But it is that, 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 um, there is a sense of shame attached to it. It's like when you see someone coming out of a bookies. You see someone, someone come out. If you ever see someone coming out of a bookies, during the day, or someone drinking. I noticed that the other day. I was outside. Uh, I bought a cup of tea, and I was sitting outside a bar. And I was having a cup of tea, and there was people coming in and out of the bar. And this is like at about three o'clock in the afternoon. They were drinking, drinking in the bar, and they were coming out. And they were having a fag, and then they're going back in. But people who drink during the day, it's a fucking different ball game, isn't it? They know what they're up to is fucked up. Like, they're getting pissed during the day. They're addicted to the booze. So a woman in a shopping centre the other day, and uh, I don't know what time of the day it was, during the day, she's buying a bottle of wine. I was kind of looking at her going, that's not a fucking happy person. She was on her Todd in a, shoot, in a shopping centre, in a shopping market, buying a bottle of wine, and you're just going, fucking hell. It's brutal, I think. It's, it's uh, especially for your... It's very embarrassing when you see your parents drunk as, as a child. The first time you see your parents drunk, you're just going, who are these two fucking lunatics? Especially for an Irish person, everyone was drunk. I think the whole of Ireland was drunk up until about 2002. If you were born in if you weren't born in Ireland, say if you weren't born before, if you weren't born before 1990 and you're Irish, you would have thought we'd won Italian 90. Like, if you were looking back on YouTube and all, you'd go, my God, it must have been great when we won the World Cup in Italian 90. 
uh, we got to the fucking quarterfinals. Oh, yeah, but we did win the whole thing in the end. No, we didn't. You won Euro 88. I've seen the celebrations for Euro 88. No, we didn't win Euro 88. I don't even think we got... Did we get out of the group in Euro 88? We beat England. That's all that matters, really, isn't it? But, uh, yeah, so Messi, Messi won this World Cup. There was a lot of controversy attached to the World Cup, though, as well. Obviously, with the whole... The whole... Um, Saudi fucking laws and stuff like that. It is all of it with the guitar laws and but it's amazing. I was only <clears throat> I was only thinking about this today. I don't know who I was talking about. But we have very short memories, don't we? It's amazing. Like you could be you could be watching TV or you could be watching a football match and someone could go if you're watching the match and you know, someone say to you, you know, thousands of people were killed building this stadium, you're going, Fuck it now, really? Thousands. And then you're like, going, that's not offside, though. Is that, is that offside? It's just, we just forget, don't we? It's just, I guess it's part of the human, who we are, though. We just instantly forget about shit. And your mind will go, yeah, you, you won't even make a decision to forget about it. You just forget about it. You just, next thing, you're watching the match. <laughs> it's fucking terrible, really. But um, the whole, no one did anything, though, about the World Cup in, in Qatar. Like, there was no... Initially, the English footballer says, I think the English footballer said to Denmark, qualify. I just want to think, they were going to do something, weren't they? No way, the Norwegian players were all going, yeah, it's about the uh, LGBTQ plus rights and they're all kicking off and and uh, everyone was going, oh, we're going to do this one. And no one did fuck all. The England players said they were going to wear a the rainbow colored armbands and then FIFA came out going if you wear a rainbow colored armband you're going to be given a yellow card and then everybody went oh right but gee, a yellow card what about the gay people I know I know I know four gay people but a yellow card what's a yellow card mean nothing really it means if you get two you get suspended for a game but like so everyone just went, oh no, we can't do that. We support, we're allies, but we're not going to do anything about it. And then the German players came out, and what they did was, for their picture, before every football game, the teams will all line up together. And the German players were like, oh, we are going to make a protest about the Qatar World Cup. But what we're going to do is, we're not going to wear armbands. We're not going to do anything. We're going to put our hand in front of our mouths as if to say we've been just to let to know that we've been stopped to speaking what we really think. And they did that. And then they got knocked out of the World Cup after like fucking. They were the first German team, I think, since 1912 to get knocked out. They didn't get out of the round. But I would, what I did find interesting about that, though, was then you've obviously got all the right wing people going out. Uh, Keep politics out of football. Keep politics out of football. And look what happened when the Germans made a protest. They got knocked out. As if to... They're no. They got knocked out because they're shit. You know, if that was the case, you could go, oh, yeah. The Irish really love gay people. We didn't... We couldn't... We we didn't even get to the World Cup. That's how much we loved... We loved the LGBTQ plus people. We loved them so much, we didn't even get to the World Cup. Because we just felt we were under so much pressure after our uh, protests. But 
FIFA is a corrupt, it's as corrupt as the day is long, for fuck's sake. If you look at the last two World Cups, the one previous was in Russia. And, uh, and then this one was in Qatar. The only thing about the last two World Cups is there hasn't been any, not even a fucking blink of trouble. Like, you're not going to fuck around in Qatar. And I don't even think that many fans went. A lot of the games were, um, a lot of the games, the stadiums are empty. I thought that was really weird was when they, uh, they were they were hiring people to pretend they were English football fans. So you had all these in, Indian dudes jumping around. It's coming home. It was just like, fucking hell. And even when the England fan, even when England won their match, and when they got got out of the first round, they're all going back to their hotel. All the staff in the hotel are obviously are obviously they're all dancing in England shirts. Like they don't they're not even fucking English. Um, if they wanted real English fans, they would have made them dress up as English people and just start wrecking coffee shops, throwing chairs across bars and shit. But uh, it came out in the papers today that the head of FIFA, Gianni Fantino, whatever his name is. He he made they made the uh, they made the television cameras um fucking show him on TV watching the matches. It was part of the gate, part of the uh, the remit for the TV cameras. Make sure you show Gianni Fantino, whatever the hell his name is, and he was always wearing the white trainers. He must have be he used to, he's um he would wear his blue suit. And they were all sitting on thrones. They had like a, obviously a VIP section for the World Cup in the World Cup stadiums. And all the ex-players who won the World Cup in, you know, for Brazil in the 19, in whatever, like whenever they, whenever they won in 2002 and 1994, all the, any of the players that were previous winners were like sitting on these big, huge thrones. But no one there, one thing I have noticed is that maybe it's just, in England, where the papers and stuff are going on about how corrupt the World Cup is, but other countries don't give a shit. Like, like there was all this drama about Gary Neville going on to going to be on Bean Sports, which is owned by the Guattari royal family, and they were going because he's a bit of a he's a bit of a social justice warrior, and well, in fact, he's a pretty two faced individual going on about the fact that he's all about human rights, and the first thing he does is he goes on to the the Guattari what's it called, TV channel to work for them. Uh, but sure, everybody was doing it. He was the only one they got heat off of because he's always shiting out of him about all sorts of whatever, you know. But there was loads of players doing it. Robbie Keane was doing it. Robbie Keane, John Terry. You'd expect that from John John Terry. It's not as if John Terry has any fucking... I wouldn't think John Terry's... Um, you know, I don't think he's the most decent human being on the planet, like... If you don't know who John Terry is, he used to play for Chelsea back in the day. And uh, at one point, he was caught riding his uh, teammate's wife, uh, which is a pretty... Whilst he was married as well, pretty it was pretty um, footballers' wives shenanigans. But he didn't get any grief about going on the guitar thing. I'd love to know how much money they're getting paid. That's the fucking thing, isn't it? Apparently, David Beckham was getting like... David Beckham was the face of the Qatari World Cup. And apparently the Qatari Royal Family were a bit pissed off because Dave, I David Beckham hasn't done an interview about it. He didn't do anything. Basically, he just went to the football matches. Like, if, if you really want, like, 
David Beckham really the man. Like if you ever David Beckham looks fantastic. He's a he's a beautiful looking, well groomed individual, and then he starts speaking. Yeah, you know, it's like like he's not exactly. Um, you know what I mean? He wouldn't exactly be the most. How would I, what's the word I'm looking for? You can't even understand. He's not even, like, he wouldn't be the most intelligent human being on the planet. So he didn't do any interviews around, and apparently the guitar they were going like, "What the fuck are we paying this guy?" But it, it was apparently it was ten million, then it was a hundred million, blah 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 blah. Then I saw on the paper during the week that his his wife, Victoria Beckham's fashion line, has um, debts of up to sixty six million quid. So maybe that's what they paid him. It's amazing what people will do when you um, when you need fucking cash. But how the hell do you run up debts of sixty six million? But a lot, of, a lot of those businesses now, these people are just defacing them. It's like Jamie Oliver's restaurants. They were all over the UK. They went bang. Or Gordon Ramsay. I was in, um, where was I? I think it was Aberdeen Airport. And there's like a fucking Jamie Oliver restaurant in Aberdeen Airport. Like, you honestly, do you honest to God think that at some point Jamie Oliver was in Aberdeen Airport? They're like Gordon Ramsay's restaurants. They're all over the shop as well. Basically, they're just, he goes, yeah, put that there. Give me half a million quid and fucking Bob's your uncle. But anyway, Ireland didn't qualify for the World Cup. But the, the ladies did. The Irish ladies team were going to the, to the uh, Women's World Cup, which is in Australia. In, uh, I think it's this year. So, yeah, that should, um, I don't know if people are that interested in the, in the Women's World Cup. We'll see when it's on, I suppose. The Rugby World Cup is on. Is there anything as arrogant as the Irish the Irish rugby sporting media that they think Ireland are going to win the World Cup? It's the same every time we do it. We're the number one team in the world, yeah. We're the number one team in the world, but we haven't got... We, I don't think we've got to the quarterfinals in the World Cup, but we're still the number one team in the world. There's no danger Ireland are going to win the Rugby World Cup. I'll tell you three teams that would beat Ireland in the World Cup. South Africa? France, New Zealand, and I'll even throw in Australia, mate. When it gets fucking competitive, the Australians and the New Zealand and the South Africans are a different breed. But I could be wrong, but I don't think I'm going to be wrong. I don't think Ireland are going to win the World Cup. It's on in France. That is a positive thing, I think, for everybody because of the fact that you don't have to travel to bloody New Zealand. Anytime I see Ireland playing in New Zealand, whether it's fucking... 12 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the afternoon in New Zealand, 3 o'clock in the afternoon in New Zealand. It's dark and pissing rain. I don't know what the crack is with New Zealand. I've never been there, but as far as I can make out, there's no sunshine there. It's not like um, Australia, which is like the hottest thing on the planet. New Zealand is only fucking three hours away, and it's just like, it's miserably dark. But yeah, we'll have to see. So, I was watching the... uh, I watched that movie. Well, fucking, there's very few good movies out now, isn't there? A lot of movies now are absolute shite. I saw Batman, the Bat, was absolute garbage. I can't even. I don't even know what your man's fucking saying. The guy who's playing Batman. I don't even know what I'm saying. Excuse me. What did you say, Batman? It's your man, the English dude that was playing um in the. What's his fucking name? He was in all those um. Those teen movies, which uh, 
I don't know, his name will will come to me. What's his name? He's obviously he plays Batman. Um, there's Catwoman who's played by I can't remember her name actually. Um, she is the daughter of Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet, is it? So she's obviously fucking beautiful. Like if your dad is Lenny Kravitz and your wife or your mum mother is your woman out of the fucking Cosby show, you're gonna be pretty slick. But uh, yeah, so she. Well, I I find now, I've noticed in nearly all movies now, there is a very there's a very uh, sort of strong female characters in a lot of movies now, and uh, which is fantastic, you know. But I do find it kind of strange how. This woman who's playing Catwoman is about five foot three and she's like eight, not, I'd say she's about fucking seven stone. She's absolutely stunning and she's able to beat the living shit out of people. She's able to do karate kicks and beat up fucking nine feet two Russian bodybuilders. And I know we're supposed to believe when the men do it as well, but it's just like, come on. But I thought it was terrible, terrible movie. It's about three hours too long. Uh, but I did watch the... Um, what else did I watch? What other movies did I watch? I watched the uh, Banshees of Inish Erin, starring Ireland's number one sex symbol, Brendan Gleeson, and uh, his number one buddy, Colin Farrell, and that other fucking guy, Brent. I don't even know the other guy's name. Something Kyo, is it? Brendan Kyo, or something? I saw it's not bad, like, it's, it's all right. It's set in Ireland, obviously, in the 1920s on Ackle Island, one of the islands off the coast of Galway. And it's these, I don't know, there's like seven people living on the island. Two of them happen to be the unbelievables, John Kenny and Pat Short. That's a very Irish reference. If you're not listening from Ireland, you won't get that. But Google Pat Short, the unbelievables, and there you go. They're the two barmen in the boozer. But it's not a bad film. It's just a bit, it's a bit dark, in fact, you know. Uh, Brendan Gleeson falls out with Colin Farrell and he's like Colin, Colin Farrell Brendan Gleeson plays someone who has a brain Colin Farrell is just playing like a fucking if you were to say what type of what type of personality was the guy playing Colin Farrell the character he's like a potato and then the other guy the other Kyo fella is playing this village idiot really like you know and the only problem with the film is like Americans are gonna watch it now and go, "Oh my god, I need to go to the island." It's exactly like my grandfather said the island was like. But um, so the storyline goes: it's directed by an English guy, an Irish. He's, it's directed by um, it's directed by an Irish guy, Buff. Oh, sorry, an Irish guy. An English guy who says he's Irish. You know that fucking bollocks. His granny was Irish or something. But uh, Barry Keown is the guy's name. Barry Keown is the other. I thought his. I thought his fucking. I didn't get his character. He's just a complete simpleton. But I just thought it was weird. I just thought. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit fucking strange. But um. And one of the things is, Brendan Gleeson, the car, the guy Brendan Gleeson playing goes to Colin Farrell. I don't want to hang around with you anymore. I find you boring. He's like, I'm not boring. I'm good crack. So he basically says, I don't want to hang around with you anymore. And Colin Farrell won't let it go. He's going, oh, listen, I want to hang around with you. Jesus, I, I, I'll be more crack. And eventually, Brendan Gleeson goes, listen, the next time, if you call around to my house one more time, every time you call around to my gaff, I'm going to chop off one of my fingers. And 
I'm going to throw it at you. And Because your man's a musician. Brendan Gleeson's a musician. He plays the guitar or whatever the fuck. So he's going, that shows how much he hated him. He's going to chop off one of his fingers every time he called around to his gaff. Imagine. And fucking Colin Farrell. I would have moved if I was Brendan Gleeson. I just would have gone, I'm leaving the island. There's nothing much keeping you there. Like, it's not as if they didn't have electricity. I would have gone, do you know what? I'm going to leave. I'm going to go somewhere where there's fucking electricity. I'm going to move somewhere where we have electricity. It was a bit, I don't know what happened there. I lost, um, I, I'll edit it back together, but it, it did stop, but I'm back. So anyway, I would have just moved if I was Brendan Gleeson. I know that's not, it's not going to make the movie exciting if, you know, if he just didn't, oh, I called around his gaff and he was gone. But he, That's the whole gist. I'm going to chop my fingers off. So that was fucking grim enough, like, and then he's throwing his fingers at your man's house and all. You're just going, oh, fucking hell. But it's not a bad movie, but they won all the awards. They won all the Golden Globe awards. And what was really weird about the Golden Globes was it was only on Tuesday night or something like that. And um, the movie about Elvis made, uh, there's a movie out about Elvis. I don't know what it's called. Something to do with Elvis. Uh, obviously Elvis, the movie maybe. And uh, so that won a lot of awards as well. But fucking Lisa Marie Presley, Elvis's only child, Feckin' died yesterday. I was just going, are you fucking joking me? That is just mental. Because I saw, I saw it in the... Um, I saw all the stuff about it. The movie's called Elvis, Elvis by Baz Luhrmann. And it was like... She was on telly the other night. Your man who won the award was thanking Lisa Marie Presley at the Golden Globes going... I think that guy is still in character. though, Lisa Marie... Uh, you're, you were everything to me. You made the movie so special. And then I just I just saw Lisa Marie popping all over um, Twitter today. And I just, it's just fucking, and she's dead. It's crazy, isn't it? Fucking hell. That's the one thing that I find very disturbing about Twitter. Is that, not disturbing, but every time you go onto social media, someone has just fucking died. Some rapper's been shot in Texas and you're just going, I don't even know this bloke, but fucking whatever, like, fucking dollar sign has been shot in the head in a fucking co-op or something. It's just like, it's, it does make you think about um, death a lot. Every time you go on, it's like, RIP, blah, blah, blah. And then everyone just fucking, for the next few, and then it'll just be, everyone will be going, this woman was da-da-da-da-da, and then like, what day is today? Friday, Sunday. Someone else will fucking die and it'll just go on. But yeah, terrible sad really, isn't it? Jesus Christ. Poor old um, Priscilla is still around, but uh, and now I, I uh, everyone was was laying flowers to Graceland, which is the home of where they grew up, where Elvis Elvis's fucking paradise house, incredible. But anyway, sorry to end on such a um, such a morbid topic, but it was just you know something that happened. Anyway. I'm back. Five months. It's been a long time. Um, if you want to follow me, check me out on Instagram, Rory O'Hanlon Comedy. I'll post this on all the social medias, Twitter, um, Instagram, Facebook. I'm on TikTok, Rory O'Hanlon Comedy. TikTok's great, man. It's brilliant. TikTok's great if you want to feel about 150. It's great. That's what I like about TikTok. It makes me feel so old. But anyway, Rory O'Hanlon Comedy, thanks for listening. Goog or follow me, please. I'm desperate. <laughs>
Well, thank you very much and uh, hasta luego.